Chapter 1 As Lorna Mannering replaced the receiver, she heard the front gate close. She stood up so quickly that she knocked her head on a brass lantern hanging from an oak beam. She rubbed the spot gingerly as she hurried to the wide, iron-studded door, ducking beneath another beam which was dark and knotted. A firm footstep sounded on the flagstones. At the telephone, Lorna had made excuses, despite the insistence of Marion Lee that the Mannering should spend the coming weekend at Hadley Grange. She had compromised, undertaking to ask John, and from Marion's honey-sweet tones had sensed that she was annoyed. In repose, Lorna's face had a sombre expression, but her smile was bright as she opened the door. John Mannering's tall figure, khaki-clad, filled the doorway. Hello, my sweet. I wonder why it's just as good to see you pass the window and open the door now as it was three months ago, asked Mannering a few moments later. He had an arm about her waist, and there was a faint trace of lipstick on his lips. I wonder why I jump up and bang my head every time I hear the front gate close. It must be the Hampshire air that suits us, or the quaintness of the cottage that cheers us. Or else, John, it's so good to be alive. Mannering squeezed her waist, then tossed his hat onto a chair, gloves and cane after them. Only between the dark oak beams which crisscrossed the cream-washed ceiling could he stand upright. Even then the top of his head touched the distemper. Yet the low ceiling added to the room's charm. Neither of them would have had their first home different. They had rented it furnished, and were fearful lest its owner should want to return to take possession and set them house-hunting. The wide, red-brick Inglenook fireplace, with seats on either side, had an iron hook which hung from inside the chimney. From the hook, a copper kettle was suspended. The windows were mullioned, and the uneven, polished floor was covered with curly woolen rugs. Sitting in a winged armchair, Mannering lit a cigarette, crossed his legs, and quizzed his wife. So it's a good life, without a single shadow? If we can forget the war, or isn't that what you meant? Are we getting too snug here, darling? Snug? Rusticating. If we are, I like it. You really do? Now what is all this? Mannering leaned forward and tapped the ash from his cigarette into a bowl of beaten brass. Oh, I get it. You want a few days in town to go gay. We were in London only three weeks ago. It's not that. John, are you on duty in the morning? No. Teddy Simpton wants to linger with his blonde waff next weekend. You know, these flying women. I've changed with him. So you're free until Monday, Lorna said. If I were superstitious, I'd call it fate. You have a dark and guilty secret, accused Mannering. Marion Lee, with another invitation to the Grange, Lorna spoke hurriedly. I told her you'd be on duty tomorrow, and that it wasn't worth going for one night. If we don't tell her you're free after all, she'll learn about it from Teddy. Oughtn't we to make the effort and go? Persistent Marion. She must want something we can give. You dislike Marion, don't you? I wonder why. Can you explain likes and dislikes? Yes, because she has big house parties and lures social lions to the Grange and tries to ignore the war, Mannering said lightly. You're famous, darling. Imagine the sketch. 
Among those who spent the weekend at Hadley Grange were Mrs. Mannering and her husband, Mrs. Mannering's latest portrait of Field Marshal Thingamy. Do you dislike being talked of as my husband? Mannering raised his head and gave a deep, gay laugh. Great Scott, no. His laughter drove her frown away. Famous wife, obscure husband, what could be better? I hankered after obscurity for a long time and certainly don't want to lose it now. You ought to know that. I wonder if you're right about her, Mannering mused. Wouldn't you call her the most popular woman of her set in England? You would. She is beautiful and rich, believed to be generous, kindly, and full of good deeds, and yet I often feel sorry for Bobby Lee. I do not love the lovely Marion any more than you. We'd better go, though. I want to do some clearing up in the garden before the frost gets too sharp. Lorna jumped up.